G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our usual weekly episode, Mike. It's um, quite the big week. It's been in Eurovision, of course, and we're kind of coming up to the end of the year, aren't we? Yeah, all really starting to happen, even stuff happening today as we speak. Mm, it's mm. a festive season. We did have a little Christmas party last night, but we were up early today and that's all great. Also, during the week, we had the Spotify Wrapped, which is always an interesting thing. People talk about their music, but there's podcasts on there as well. And so many people reached out and were like, you're our number one podcast or number Aww. two or whatever. And that was just, yeah, really, really lovely. It is always lovely when people do uh, point that out. So thank you for all those people that reached out. Yeah, it wasn't my number one podcast on um, my Spotify Wrapped. <laughs> it wasn't it? <laughs> no. Terrible, Dale. I listen to it on Apple if I go back and listen. Mm. So that's my excuse. It was all true crime. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Spotify wrapped. Uh, how was yours, Mike? Was it embarrassing? Uh, it was yeah, of course. The yearly shaming that I do have when I look back at what I've listened to throughout the year. Not too bad this year. A lot of Eurovision stuff in there. My top song, for example, was Utav Merket by Tix. Ah, so the Norwegian version. The Norwegian version. Mm. It was my biggest song of the year. Natalia Gordienka did get in there as well. Of course you did. You did play it enough. And that's not even including all the YouTube clips you played of that. Exactly. And I have it on, you know, Apple iTunes as well. So I've got a fair beating this year <laughs> yes no fair enough i think dower bob was my number one great oh. album this year but my number one song with no surprise was idiot borny ah. um but uh technicolor was three voce madame was five so a couple of cracking songs in there as well so yeah a l- lot of eurovision was my number one uh, genre no yes, surprise eurovision was my number one genre as, as, as well. it kind of should be we are eurovision podcasters <laughs> Well, let's get on to the big news of the week, Dale. It's huge. We have our first Eurovision song for 2022 from Bulgaria. This is Intelligent Music Project and Intention. Right, much awaited. Thoughts on this one, Dale? Um, well, this is, I think, kind of history for the Aussie Vision podcast. We have literally just listened to it a few minutes ago before the pod. We've been waiting mm-hmm. to go. Um, so this is our real live this reaction. We've never raw. had this yeah, before. Pretty raw reaction. Um, we started talking about it. I was like, no, save for the pod. Um, look, I listened to their other stuff, and it was like, you know, it's very hard and very melodic. And this stuff, that song... Um, it, it's definitely melodic, mm-hmm. and I can see where they're going with it. It's softer than I was expecting, and I'm maybe a little disappointed because I was probably thinking something with really big bells and whistles, but that was just my kind of go, you know going in and expecting what I was expecting. Um, I just feel it lacks something to grab onto as a moment, a staging moment, a something to remember them by other than just being a rock band, and the only thing is a electric guitar solo. Hmm. in when you don't even play the live music on stage. So I think the more I hear it, the more I'll like it. But I instantly go, ooh, question mark about a competition song. Okay. Um, well, certainly the melodic part is there, isn't it? Mm. I think it's a very well-written composition. Um, for me, it feels definitely a more palatable kind of rock, almost going to soft rock rather than hard rock. Uh, and maybe that's a, 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 an intentional thing because of, of, of it being in a, a mass competition. Look, I, I think it's good. I think it's very good. I think juries is something juries could go for. It's something definitely won't alienate the public mm, audience. That's true. So if anything, I feel it's a kind of safe 
rock song. I could imagine it's going to be maybe not at the top of people's lists, but it, I don't think it's going to be, uh, you know, shunned at the bottom or anything like that. I think it's a pretty good, solid rock song. Yeah, I mean, in the musicality of it all, I think there's a lot that juries will like about mm-hmm. this. Yeah, and I do sure. think that's where, you know, I mean, generally that's where Bulgaria get their, their marks anyway. Um, yeah, so I think that's a big plus for them for sure. I think just as you said that though, this is where, this is a mid-range of death. And I think it's, the, the safety route is not a good route to go down when you're a genre that needs to stand out. Mm. Um, the the good rock stands out for a good reason, either really melodic or something to catch on to. Even like, even though I didn't love Cypress, minus one, 2016, easy to remember, easy to hang on to, a bit familiar. This doesn't sound like anything really and not in a good way it sounds it's like the white bread of rock <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm maybe not putting i'm bringing it a bit harsh actually no it's not that bad. it certainly stuck with me i only listened to it a few minutes ago for the first time and i still know the the, the melody of it etc it's definitely mm, even true. probably even true, a true. little softer than minus one uh from cyprus yeah so, which is saying something which is which is interesting because not what i expected but i think it's actually a really good solid package which could score pretty well I definitely need more time to to take it all in because I again I was coming in expecting big hard rock with some you know melodic elements to it and I've got something very different so mm. I've just my head's not quite captured all my thoughts very well yeah no, <laughs> and be, I'm tired it was a very early morning we'll be inter- <laughs> I'm really interested to see how the fans react to this one because there has been a lot of expectation on this. Well, from this morning, Dale, Istilao, quarterfinal number three took place. Yes. Let's have a quick talk about the show and the host. We had Ot Lepland and Laura. Yes, she's made another appearance. She likes zipping across that straight between Finland and uh, Estonia, doesn't she? She was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I was. They were my favourite hosts so far, I would say, out of the shows. She was really engaging with uh, the, the um, competitors. She had to swap in between Estonian and English oh, for a couple it. of the competitors, and she just did it flawlessly. Ot... Ages like a fine wine, still looking good. Um, but they just did a really good job. I, I really enjoyed their hosting. I have to say, all the hosts so far, I think, have been very, very good. One of the highlights from Estilal. All right. Well, it wasn't just about the host, Dale. We did have some qualifiers. Let's go through them from the public vote. First up, we have Stefan and Hope. Always popular, Stefan. Probably no surprise getting through with this one. What did you think of Hope? I was really impressed. This was the first song up. As we mentioned, we were at a Christmas party. I was not feeling the best at 5.30 a.m., <laughs> but I loved it. It wasn't like high energy or anything like that. I was just like, wow, this is quality. It is a very kind of, um, I guess, kind of country EDM-y sound. A little Hey Brother Avicii. Yes. But hey, look, that is right in my wheelhouse of what I love. Uh, so I was really impressed with it. I thought... This suits his vocals better. The last song he did, this sappy ballad, I mm. hated that. But that other song he did, that like Laura Walk With Me, blah, blah, blah song. Which is always... always that was quite country esque as well. Yeah. 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 And so I think he's gone back to his roots. It, it's really good. And I think this is actually a real contender to Ooh. take out the whole thing at this stage. Okay, interesting. Um, great video, I have to say. Really, really great video, which is when you're in a video competition at this point. Mm-hmm. Very smart. I love the sort of spaghetti western feel of it at the thing. Look, I did find the genre of it 
probably a little predictable. That would be my only kind of criticism of it. I think it's very strong. I am keen to see this live, and I think then we'll see if it's a real contender, if it can translate to the live performance. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. Great video. He did actually say he was spaghetti western inspired. Ah, there I we caught are. that when it's all Estonian, 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 spaghetti western, <laughs> and then it keeps going like, ah, I well, see. Well, certainly a vibe I picked up on. One of our other qualifiers, a very familiar name to some people. Let's hear from Elina Nechayeva and Remedy. Winner of Estee 2018 finished in the top 10 at Eurovision. Alina's back. What did you think of Remedy, Dale? I didn't know what to expect. Mm. I'm like, are we going to have something operatic again? Do you have a range? I, I've never really listened to her other stuff. Um, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was really solid. Um, nice kind of, I guess, mid-tempo pop kind of thing going mm. on. Um, she does hit a couple of little operatic notes at some point in there, which will be great to hear live. I feel like this, I need to hear live to probably get a bit more excited about it. I thought it was a solid effort, but I wasn't too like, she wasn't in my top five. Mm, interesting. But I do think it could rise up. Um, on a live performance because it's Selena she's amazing yeah absolutely there'll be no doubt about the vocal here will exactly. there um, and it's good to see a bit more of a mainstream side of her to be honest I was kind of happy she steered away mainly from the operatic bit look the song does feel a little languid to me and, and I just don't know it doesn't really grab me I don't find it memorable um, she, I'm sure she'll be able to form it brilliantly but is it really a vehicle to take her to Eurovision? She's already been there once. Maybe it's more for the domestic market. I reckon. Showing another side and her versatility. Yeah. But um, yeah, look, not surprising to see her through, I thought. And she was also in the desert. I mean, did they get a... Was there a two-for-one deal travel to both of them to dump, go? Dump some Estonians in the desert and we'll just film what happens. <laughs> Poor thing. Probably got sunburn. Pale people. <laughs> All right. And the third and final of our public votes to get through. Another familiar face, Dale. This one's Anna Salin with champion I will be my champion my warrior I can make it through it all I will be my champion my warrior I'll be rise up after the fall I will be my champion our Eurovision 2002 participant for Estonia when they were performing at home she's back what did you think of champion well, look, this, um, she was mentioning because it was an English interview at the start. She worked with a couple of Estonian songwriters that she's worked with um, for 20 years who she met back when she performed for Estonia um, back in 2002. Oh, fantastic. And it is a 20-year anniversary of oh, Runaway. Wow. So, yeah, all really nice. And she was very emotional about talking about coming back to Estonia and doing it. Um, I really loved it because, you know what, it sounded like a Melfest song. <laughs> it had some elements that, let's say, weren't the most contemporary things in the world, but that is exactly what I love to see. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think it's another song that will be much better live. It was really good. It stood alone on a studio. I was a little worried that, oh, if she doesn't get through, we're not going to see the true power of this song because I think there'll be some great moments. She's a great vocalist. She was a backup singer for Dami Im in 2016. Oh, fantastic. So she's she's fan, she's amazing. So um, 
Yeah, I'm really glad she got through. I was, that was a, the one I was most happy about. Yeah, really good song, this one. I like this one too. More the traditional sort of pop song uh, than we've had from the last two qualifiers. I really love. There's a great pre-chorus in this that builds really well. The chorus sort of sticks. It's all very solid, I feel. It's nothing groundbreaking or anything like that. It's just a good, solid pop song. And I can, you know, can't, can't be say I'm surprised that this one got through. Yeah. Hmm. Well... As well as the public vote, we do have our two juries uh, songs that get through. Let's have a listen to the first one here, Dale. Let's have a listen to Marilyn and Little Girl. Another one, I think, is a nice, solid pop song coming out of Estonia. Look, I really like the chorus in this one. She has got an interesting vocal tone. Could probably split people one way or the other. But overall, really good, solid song. I think takes a little while to warm up, but once it gets there, I really do enjoy it. I have to say, it's one of my favourite ones out of East Hill so far. I knew. I knew <laughs> you would like this song. I knew it's really just up your alley. It, it is. is. It's just it's good pop done well. Yeah. Um, I was really pleased to see you get through like i really liked it um i didn't love it i think it was about fifth for me but i, I thought she deserved her place uh she it's a really interesting one and i want to see her perform that live but it was a great video um I, the video was really strong mm. she was really engaging she came across really well in the interviews as well and in this kind of thing where you don't have a live performance that's going to help just as much so great job and nice to see an emerging young artist we just saw three very experienced ones get yep. through and i was like mm, we just don't want all the big names we we what we love about Easty Lau is to see those kind of emerging new artists. And mm-hmm. um, she's one of them. She's competed before, but hasn't made the, the, the final of Easty Lau. And yeah. who knows? Well, good to see the jury's doing their job getting her through exactly. to the next round. And the final song that the jury's chose to advance this morning, Dale, it's from Alabama Watchdog. This is Move On. Let's talk about the hund in the room on this one, Dale. Uh, We are all aware of Alabama Watchdog and they're back. Yeah, so for those who might be a bit new to the national final season, last year they were a very controversial act. Uh, they were putting lyrics that were very much not to do with the values of us at Aussie Vision and a lot of other people as well. Uh, we didn't really give them the time of the day. Um, the ER, the broadcaster, have decided to give them the time of the day again this year, which I think is the uh, an interesting thing because they even spoke about it, the scandal this morning during it. It's like, well... If there was a scandal and if there's been any change or whatever the case is, why bring them back the next year? Give it some time. It's an unusual decision. Absolutely. I I guess my issue here is probably more with ERR, to be honest. Look, I'm not against free speech. They can believe whatever they want to believe. But I can also have free speech as well. And I've got no time for this. (laughs) It just runs completely contrary to what I believe that the competition it holds as values and that's you know mm. diversity inclusivity you know i just i've got no time for this the song itself very much in their rock um yeah. uh, thing a little bit different than last year it was something the jury's obviously liked and they put mm. it through um that's their prerogative um and yep. was 
guess we'll see them in the semi-final. Yes. All right, let's talk let's about... Let's move on. Let's, let's <laughs> move on, shall we? Uh, let's talk about some of the ones that fell this morning, Dale. Good reason, three days ago. What did you reckon, that one? Loved it. And Laura, who is covering it for us, Aussie Vision, also loved it as well. We thought it was robbed. Really enjoyable. Really fun. Look, it did take a while to get going, mm-hmm. I won't lie. <laughs> but I think, again, they would have been these great young kids, and they were really keen about doing it. They had all these vlogs about it. Aww. They were really like so happy to be part of it and then it's like oh sorry you don't get to do a live show <laughs> so it, it, it's yeah. a, the shame of this video process I have to say the vocalist for me stood out from that video and there was some very beautifully clear enunciation of English etc which sometimes you don't get from English as a second mm-hmm. language I thought that was very good the lyrics were very good unfortunately this song just didn't really hit any heights for me unfortunately though did anything stand out for you Michael sorry did anything stand out for you well it certainly did Levis let's have a <laughs> chat about them let's <laughs> talk about is the name of the song um i enjoyed the presentation i think there was some good and maybe not so good elements to the whole thing well let's say he's not a vocalist um but <laughs> no alina Nicheva. no but there was something really engaging about it very kind of like i felt very 90s inspired in the hmm. video and even a bit of the song as well um i i just i I kind of was, it started and I was like, well, that's not making it through. What is this? <laughs> like our mess every week. And then yeah. as it went on, I was like, I think I kind of like this. <laughs> it's one of those ones that's so bad, it's kind of good. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it very much reminded me, there's a really good video that's like for the Australians on here. Paul Mack, Just the Thing, early 2000s, great music video. It's very, very much in that, that ilk as well. You actually, um, um, you auditioned for that I music did, video. I did, and I didn't get in, so... <laughs> Didn't you have to like? Point. Didn't you have to like pash people yes, next to you? Yes, you did have to kiss people, Dale. <laughs> and then you didn't. You I'm didn't getting, get through. No, <laughs> you're getting embarrassed. Not the aesthetic they were looking for during that casting, unfortunately. Oh I god! Think, oh, uh, well. oh well. Uh, let's <laughs> chat about some other people. I've gone all hot. Uh, let's talk about Lulu. What did you think of them? Uh, it looked three good artists put together. It sounds good. It just kind of was a bit languid. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah, I thought the whole thing was a little messy. The, the vocals were fine. Though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shira returned with her distinctive vocal style. I thought it was a nice jazz infused pop number. Yeah, I really liked it. It was Sunday jazz with a BDSM video tying yeah. up a boyfriend and. <laughs> doing things to him it was very odd yeah, but so. I thought this would be something the jury might have put through because they sometimes really like that in um, Estonia that kind of jazzy stuff it normally mm. does well with the juries yeah I was kind of surprised it didn't go through and Larry Pilap was our last one with uh, what was that Take Me Home didn't get taken to the semi-finals unfortunately I can't believe you don't remember that title because he said it about 20 times I have chorus repetitive <laughs> very repetitive it still didn't stick with me isn't, yeah. that, isn't that weird <laughs> <laughs> it was all a little too simple. There was some decent production there, but uh, a little too simple and repetitive. Yeah, yeah. And that was our third quarterfinal from Istilal. Next week, we'll have the final of the quarterfinals. Yes. We we'll would have decided our semifinalists, and then we'll sit back and wait for a couple of months until they learn how to do it live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good luck to a couple of them, I think. But so far, I think it's ticking along nicely so far in Istilal. Yeah, uh, be, actually, when we get to the end of the fourth thing, it'll be nice. Have a little, we'll have a little review about Hmm. Was that format a good thing to do? Hmm. Should be a good thing. Jury's out for me. Okay, off to Albania now. Festivalia Kungus, uh, the 60th uh, running of the event. Mm. We knew the artists. We spoke about them a few weeks ago, but we finally got the songs this week. 20 songs, Michael. We listened to them today uh, for the we first did. time. What was your going to feel of the whole lot? Really good. 
I really enjoyed it. I think this is a really, really good batch of Albanian songs. Uh, as always, it, you're not going to love every one of them. That's the whole point of a, a variety oh, yeah. show. Um, but I think in general, really, really strong. And, and I really found it hard to separate a lot of them, particularly in the middle part of the um, of the of the list. Yeah, there's. I feel a little bit of a direction change a little bit. Less big female ballads. Mm-hmm. You, you're really not going to get that. I think um, we're about three quarters of the way through. I'm like, where's my wailing Albanian woman? Well, What's going China? on? Yeah, exactly. Um, and probably not that kind of like as much heavy pop. They were like one or the other a little bit. And they kind mm. of just, yeah, reined it in a little bit in places. Mm-hmm. But look, I think the big thing is, we look, number one, we're going to do a preview show the week before it happens, which is the 27th, 28th, 29th of December. But... We did want to touch base on a couple of artists and songs here because, look, it's looking very two-horse race at this point. But we famously know oh. that is never reliable in Albania. Exactly. It'll be up to the juries on the night. All right. We're going to just talk about two songs here to start with. Mm-hmm. So let's have a listen to Ranala Hayati with Secret. <laughs> Well, she's a really big name in Albania, a pop artist that's very well known. She's come out with quite an interesting song here, quite a bit of a kind of a banger. Would you describe it as? What were your thoughts of it? Look, it, it certainly develops as the song goes along because the first thing I wrote was drama ballad. <laughs> and then I said, goes into Albanian pop bob. Yeah. And there is a real mix of genres here. It can probably be a little disjointed at times, possibly. But gosh, this has got so much thick written in it. Oh, yeah. And potential for the live performance you can just see the dances and the flames going off and everything now so for this competition i think it's an excellent excellent entry yeah they're base you can you can see it happening on live on stage in your head as you as you hear it it's yeah. not one for necessarily the studio mm-hmm. though you're still going to really enjoy that um yeah it's drama you've got eagle noises um you've got some <laughs> Definitely some traditional instrument of some variety at some point. <laughs> big heavily big used. drums, big drama, um, big sort of moments ago. You you want to kind of, you know when the bang, bang, bang is going to come in. It's it's fantastic. I want to see it live because I do agree it's a little clunky studio, but I feel like it could totally just be the most incredible thing you've ever seen or it could be a hot mess and anywhere in between. And that can happen in Albania. Oh, yeah. We've seen all of the above. <laughs> but no, I, I'm really excited. I can understand why people are putting that one towards the top. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Right. Well, the other big name, and we did mention him last time, it's Alban Ramasai with Theye. <laughs> Mike, he won Kinga Magic, which is around the same time as Festival Kungus last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pretty much been in the Eurovision sphere a little bit. He was doing interviews with Weebly Blogs basically the next week after. It feels like it's been a year-long campaign. We've got the song now. What are your thoughts? 
I think he's a real chance. Mm. <laughs> That's my first thought. Um, yeah, he's obviously very keen to uh, to get to Eurovision, which is great to see. Look, again, we have a song. It almost feels tailor-made for Fick. We've got big drama here. We've got mm. traditional elements. It, however, he still has left quite a modern uh, take on this, and there is some really good modern production in there. So it's not going to alienate too many people. I've got a question on the vocal, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how he goes live. But apart from that, I mean, definitely one of the, the more standout songs in that in that uh, selection. Yeah, it's been put together really nicely. It's around three minutes, which is rare for Fix, so definitely Eurovision in mind. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of weirdly one note, but massively dramatic. Like, it's a growling, dramatic... Um, wonderful um, production of it. It's everything I want from Fick. When I say it's one note, it's just the same kind of stuff just done very, very well throughout. Mm-hmm. It has peaks and troughs, but it's basically him growling for like three minutes. <laughs> um, and it, But done amazingly well. Uh, I think this has got winner, winner, chicken dinner written all over it. I famously get this wrong all the time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hello, I said Innes would win last year and it didn't even come to the top three and turn up for the results. But I think this is tailor-made for it sounds great i think let's see how we can actually do it live i agree but i got goosebumps from listening to it um really loved it big chance um you know aesthetically aesthetically pleasing as well but that's not the reason um that i think this has got a real chance yeah i do think it's good um yeah we'll see famously the juries in albania can just absolutely pick something out of left field and leave it behind so We'll go in one of the favourites if he comes out a winner, we'll see. All right, in our preview show, we will see where the Aussie Vision team rank these songs. We'll have a top five during that. And we'll also have our very, oh, probably not our first, but we will have our podcast jury selection as well, which from our Patreon um, people uh, get to have a chance to have their say and yes. see what their favourite is. Looking forward to our Patreon jury mm. and seeing what their views are throughout the season. Well, during the week, we had the announcement of 22 of our Sanremo artists coming out of Italy for next year's competition. A few more details about the competition as well. Let's start with our hosts, Dale. Mm. Amadeus and Fiorello return. Amazing. Yeah, thoughts on that? Oh, they're amazing. They're, if you've never watched Sanremo, they are just absolutely fantastic. They make the show. You don't even know what they're saying. But there's so much physical... Uh, comedy and physicality about their way that they do things. Mm. I mean, they're Italian. Um, <laughs> that you can kind of follow what's going on. So they're wonderful. I love them. Yeah, likewise. Very, very happy that they're returning. Now, we did have 22 artists announced, Dale. Six of them are previous Eurovision artists. Wow. Which is fantastic. I mean, this is a quality feel. We're not going to touch on everybody today, but let's run through some of the big names coming back. Let's start with Mahmoud, mm. 2019 <laughs> winner of San Remo Eurovision runner-up. He likes performing with a young man called Blanco, an 18-year-old rapper who had a massive number one single Mm. in Italy this year. So expect this to be pretty popular. Yeah, I just think straight away from the two of them going, wow, well, contender already. We haven't even heard a note. Um, But amazing to see Mahmoud back. We love Soldi. Came up against a a tough thing with RK, but hey, he got pretty close to winning the entire thing. Exactly, yeah. Surely he can't be discounted from this one. Uh, One of the other ones coming back, a returning artist, Emma from 
from 2014. Oh, wow. Yes. You, I know you are such a fan of her 2014 efforts. You Look, weren't, were you, Dom? No, I wasn't at all. I really... It's probably the worst Italian song since coming back. But it doesn't mean the artist isn't amazing. This is where we always have that difference. You can love an artist and hate a song and performance. Yeah. So I'm pleased to see her back. I'm very pleased to see her back. Uh, also returning, Fabrizio Moro from 2018. Without Irma Meta this time, but we're looking forward to Fabrizio. Yeah, no, it should be good, actually. Um, they did a lot better in Lisbon than I expected them mm-hmm. to do. Um, so I'm looking forward to see what he does, and it's, I'm sure it'll be quite shouty. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will be. <laughs> and let's go through the last three. Now, there's something in common with all of these, though. We have Massimo Ranieri. He was in Eurovision in 1971 and 1973. That's incredible. He'll be returning to the San Remo stage at the ripe old age of 70. Oh, my God. Well, actually, it's pretty young compared to a couple that are coming up. <laughs> oh, really? He, he should be in the Giovanni section compared to some of the others. <laughs> uh, right, we're looking forward to him. Now, Gianni Morandi, he was in 1970. Oh, wow. They've really gone through the black book and gone back on this one, haven't they? <laughs> we need a few more people. Let's he'll, go back. He'll be returning to the stage at 77 years of oh age next God. year. Oh, my God. Wow. And, of course, one of your favourites, mm-hmm. Dale, and I know she has left her to last of these ones. It's Eva Zanicci. From 1969, mm. the famous contest where she was robbed in 13th spot, I believe, at the time. Uh, she's a three-time winner of San Remo, the only woman ever to do so. She'll be returning to the stage at 82 years of age. Legend. Absolutely. She's just amazing. You know, like... That song in 1969 was robbed. It is incredible. It's one of my favourites, actually. Mm-hmm. So go back and watch 69 and see how much she was robbed. I really love how they're bringing these older artists back. It's something the Italians do that a lot of other countries don't. They really celebrate their legends and you know give them a stage and, and give I them know. a voice. So it's fantastic to see. It, one of the best things about San Remo is the way that that is. And it's the Italian culture as well. Absolutely. So it's wonderful to see it on stage. Three of those artists in that age bracket is insane to me. Like That yep. is phenomenal. What a wonderful way to do it when I think there'll be even more eyes on Sanremo than normal yes. in a hosting year of Eurovision. So this is fantastic. Yeah. Let's have a quick chat about some of the other ones that are on the list because there's some big names this here. amazing list. Achille Lauro will be returning. He's very well known for his artistry and avant-garde looks, etc. I'm putting him as one of the favourites. I wouldn't be surprised if we end up seeing him uh, at, as the host act for Eurovision. Uh, his visual stuff is just out of this world. Eddie can perform as well. When he did it two years ago competing and then last year or this year, whatever it is, um, <laughs> as just a guest yeah. um, performer, like quite a few nights, yeah. just mind-blowing. Spectacular, I would love to see him on the Eurovision yeah, stage. Yeah, he's got everything, hasn't he? Josi Ferreira will be there for the keen-eyed. She was the uh, Festival Kungus uh, Interval Act in 2019. Came out, put on a real show. Was that before or after the puppets? <laughs> I can't remember, but she, she certainly she earned her money. She did a fair set. Uh, Irama returns. A lot will remember him from having COVID this year and mm. still finishing fifth. Great song. So, Noemi, always a Sanremo. Uh, yeah. Stallwatch is her sixth appearance. And a band that caught the eye of a lot of people last year, La Representante de Lista. Mm. They'll be returning. They had a Dadust song last year. and oh, Fantastic song, really. And one more I want to speak about, Dale, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Seven. Now, he's a young man He from the uh, reality show circuit, but he actually just won the MTV Europe Award for Best Italian Act a Ooh. few weeks ago, knocking off 
a little-known band called Monoskin. Oh, wow. So this kid is going to be very, very popular. God, Sanremo is going to be amazing. I'm so excited. I've left off I'm throwing about, my arms around like an Italian I've, I've, I've <laughs> left off about five or six people oh. who have come back, who have already won the competition previously. This is like an almost like an all-stars version. Yeah. It's, it's going to be it's going to be blood. There's going to oh. be blood. <laughs> it's going to... And 20, that's just a Kelly Lauer role in his exactly. performance. <laughs> 24 will start. Fingers crossed, 24 will finish, Dale. That's all we can hope for. Oh, but a it's massive, a marathon. A massive... Yeah, I'm a bit worried about those older oh, people. It's going to last five days. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that, Dale. <laughs> Terrible. All right. But that's that's the list from Sanremo. I'm sure we'll um, have the Giovanni and things coming up in the next few months to talk about as well. God, well, after that um, Italian extravaganza, this feels a bit boring, though. But let's go to Sweden and something called Melody Festival and that little show. It's never boring, though. We got the other 14. We had the 14 artists last week. The remaining were announced this week. And, Michael, we've got some great names in this one. Let's start with Anna Bergendahl. She's back for a fourth time. Went to Eurovision in 2010. Came back for some redemption in 2019 and 2020. Last time finished third with Kingdom Come in 2020. I am obviously very excited. I'm a very big Anna Bergendahl fan. You're not the only one. All the A lot, a lot of fans out there love her. Great to see her back. Then we've got also Robin Benson. Obviously mm-hmm. went in 2017, coming in fifth place. Has been in, the, in Melfest a few times too. Fourth time. Um, to competing. Oh. Uh, what do you think about Robin? I know you're a bit of a fan. He is, as again, aesthetically pleasing young man. Uh, look, I really enjoyed what he brought last time. I think he's a bit more of a more versatile artist than I perhaps gave him credit for at the start. Yeah. <laughs> look, I think he does. <laughs> it was okay. Uh, look, I think 2017 was great. I think he's always a big name. People tune in for him. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see him back. Yeah, like, even though I didn't think the last song was amazing. Mm-hmm. Great to see him back. Adds a lot to the show. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, he's, it feels like he's here every time. Four time. Avaro Estrella. Oh, yeah. Here we are. <laughs> Coming back to do, bring some Latin pop to Melfest yet again. You reckon? You think it might be a sort of Swedish Latin style pop song? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? It's just been every single time. Apparently, he's a lovely bloke and he does seem like a lovely guy, but um, let's bring something a bit different. I'm really... I, I remember even saying this last is year. Not a after the Melfest. Person, is there not a different person who could do this? You know what I mean? Is it just... If, is, it, is it in their Rolodex? Like, <laughs> uh, I just... I feel... He's back for the fourth time. I've got nothing against him, yep. but it's just about maybe even last year we were like, come on, maybe bring somebody else in. And yep. then they brought him back again. <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay. He'll probably win now. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> number one song. Uh, Malu Pritz. She's back for her third Melfest. Young artist has had two great songs mm. um, and done pretty well. So I'm actually really excited to see what she's going to bring. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's a bit of a shame she had a great song last time. Maybe just a little bit too much for where she was experience-wise, but she's going to have something good. You just know it. You just know it. We've also got Lila Sista, the kind Ooh, of... Back uh, again, the Rockers. Ro- rockers, and they were good last year. So, mm. you know, rocks in at the moment, so no massive surprise to see them back. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also got Shirley Clamp. Um, she's back for a seventh Melfest appearance, which is fantastic. Lovely. Um, love to see a veteran... Um, Melfest, and this doesn't get uh, you know acknowledged enough. Are also great about making sure older artists come back and Absolutely. have the stage and are respected, and that's fantastic. I mean, I don't know how <laughs> Rum Dung and Ding Dong or whatever that song was. I don't know if that was respectful or not, but it was fun. But it's just great to see that happen as well. That diversity, they do. They make that time for those legacy artists, don't they? Probably not at the level of of Italy this year. She <laughs> might be able to walk under her own power to get to the stage, but um, you know, it's great to see. Great to see. 
yeah, a massive lineup joining others like we said last time, John Ludwig as well. So this, mm-hmm. this is going to be a great Melfest. These national finals sound amazing. Loads of other fantastic artists in there. We could be here all day talking yep. about the Italians and the Swedes. Absolutely, always quality. All right, Mike. A little bit of a look ahead here, but a little bit of news with it as well. San Marino, they're marathon process is about to begin and it starts with 84 entrants just 84 <laughs> just 84 and half the population of san remo <laughs> are having a go oh, sorry san, san marino are having a crack. i know so basically this is kind of a casting it's like auditions remember those mm-hmm. belarusian auditions oh, so God. 84 have been um they, they whittled it down from 200 to 84 oh that's good <laughs> so Cut 84 off the dead wood, have we? <laughs> but i mean that's not that many is it really mm. so Three days of auditions. They have 12 minutes to impress the judges. And then a certain amount will go through to the next round of auditions. And then eventually they get to like a seven show thing at some point. So it's a long process. Mm -hmm. But wanted to bring it up because Sarah de Blue is taking part. Um, She has competed in Austria National Finals before. She competed in that one and 360 thing San Marino did in 2018 and came runner-up. Yeah, and for a lot of people, including myself, probably should have taken out that National Final, to be honest. I think that was a much better song than we uh, were treated to in Lisbon. Yeah, so she might have a good shot there. Another couple, there's a few other big names from European sense, but I'm not going to go through them here because they're a bit obscure for our podcast, even for us, like (laughs) the Greek Idol winner from 2011 and some rock band from Italy and things like that but like pretty big people not just some absolute randoms as last time I think so it should be an interesting process Hmm. also this week actually from tomorrow we're going to get the Czech Republic artists and songs which then go to a 50% jury vote 25% 25% Czech public and 25% international public. So mm-hmm. we get to vote. Great to see um, ESCZ back. Looking forward to getting the songs. It's been moderately successful for them, I would say. Oh, it's given them their best <laughs> result of all time. Yeah, what do you want? Know, they the best off, two results they ever. Haven't walked off with the trophy, have they? But no, look, <laughs> definitely com- <laughs> compared to where they were to where they are now, I think that this process has been good for them. So, yeah. 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 Because we never really got to see the... the um, uh, Benny Christo version because Kamama was the one chosen. Yeah, and yeah. So we don't know really. We had two successful ones. Let's see how the third goes mm-hmm. and if this is you know definitely working for them. But hey, I'm really looking forward to, to getting it and we'll get the winning song on the 16th of December. So not too long to go. Yeah, they're not mucking around, are they? The checks, good stuff. All right, we're going to finish off the podcast this week with actually something really special. We got to speak to Sheldon Riley, the Australian Decides uh, contestant taking part. Kyriakos from our team had a great interview um, with him, a good 20-minute interview, lots of really interesting information um, coming out of that one, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, he's a really engaging young man, Sheldon, isn't he? It's, it's great, to, great to see. He's got such enthusiasm. Loves Eurovision, mm. which is great. Now, the full um, clip of this, the whole interview is on our Patreon page for the patrons on there. Um, if you haven't joined up yet already, it's only from like five bucks. It's a great way to just support us and just to keep things going, keep the lights on. <laughs> That's basically it. Um, and then you can get um, a lot more bonus content. We're going to play a few minutes of the interview for you here where he talks about how he got into Australia Size and he does give a couple of little mm. interesting bits away about his song. Take a listen. How did it come to be? Did, did you so did you submit a song, or were you approached for Australia Decides? Yeah, so I have, you know, again wanted to do this for a very long time. So I've had that connection with um, SBS and the you know creative director, the directors of the show for a while. I mean, I was hoping to do it um, two years ago, back when Montag okay. won. 
Yeah. Um, things just quite didn't work out. It was a little bit late and then I was flying to the UK and there was a lot happening. So it, it just didn't feel like it was the right timing and I didn't want to rush this process. I mean, again, it's been such a long wait. I didn't want to just, it was honestly like the last few months, probably around this time now in 2019, I was, um, considering what what that would look like but um yeah i guess just you know having the connection and knowing the team and stuff and then reconnecting again this year i was like yeah we're, we're very ready so yeah, if you'd like to have us and i would love to you know just come in this song that i've just written um well i've written a while back now but the song that i wrote that i'm going to be performing at australia decides is the most proud i've ever been of a song in my life it just it it feels like everything i've ever wanted to release. It almost makes up for all of the the um, the negotiating I've had to do with, you know, my team or you know, my, my partner, my manager, like the, the producers, like I'm always I'm always changing little things to make sure that it's appropriate for lots of different audiences. And this song, because it's Eurovision, I'm like, I just I want it to be me. And I don't want to have to change anything to fit someone else or fit the Euro even fit, you know, Eurovision. I want it yes. to feel right. And I'm yeah, I'm, re I'm really excited about it. Now, in the SBS, uh, SBS announcement package, you did reveal a little, a few things, but what can we expect from you on stage at Australia Decides? It's going to be pretty massive. It's going to be a really big show. I mean, I'm excited for the whole show. It's, um, I'm, I'm just really proud of it. It's, it's dark. It's like, I can't give too much away. They've been very specific. But I'll tell you, it's very dark. It's orchestral. It's um, musically very inspired by um, by Billie Eilish and um, the James Bond theme songs from like Goldfinger to Skyfall to, to Amazing. No um, it's got that oomph, but then it has this really beautiful tie-in mixture that I've, I've been really inspired by Barbara Previti from France. Oh, um, yes, yep. She really shaped the way in my mind to go, you can just be you and release music that you want to release. And I remember speaking to one of the directors of um, Australia Decides um, and I was like, does it, just, um, does it need to be a bit more Bondy? Does it need to be a bit more bigger? Like, does it need to be more Rise Like a Phoenix? Does it need, and like, you be you. And I'm like, finally, like I've done so many shows where they're like, it needs to be bigger, it needs to be this. Yeah. Needs to be and I, I'm excited because Visually, I'm working with this designer at the moment. Um, I can't say who yet, but it's really, it's really exciting. And visually, it's, it's. I'm, I'm just so proud. I haven't even done it yet, and I'm so proud of what it's going to be. And music, it just all ties in. You know, I'm wearing a mask. I think that's kind of a given. I'm told not to say that, but I, I am. I'm wearing a mask. Yeah. We kind of expected you might. Yes. <laughs> it's a mask. It's, it's. It's stunning. Everything is beautiful, but I there's a big surprise in the song. All I can say is just be prepared because it starts very, very personal and it builds like crazy. And um, just don't blink because there's a massive, oh, massive ending. So I'm yeah, I'm excited. All right, you don't know how excited you've got us right now. 
You know, what I've taken from that interview, and I've already mentioned, he's just got such great enthusiasm and genuine excitement to be in mm. this process. And he gets it. He gets what this modern competition is all about. Yeah, It's not just, oh, I'm going to go out and be quirky and be funny. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's not. It's a serious musical competition. It's, it's evolved. So, look, he's terrific. I can't wait to see what he brings. And also, he's got a TV show experience. Yep. He will know how to perform to a camera. And that's big. Uh, yeah, I just love the fact that he's been interested interested in it for so long. Um, he keeps He's always talked about it. He's not been shy about it. Here's his moment, and he wants to try and make it happen. So look out for Sheldon. Mm. And again, if you want to listen to the full interview, and I really suggest you do if you can, because he's so engaging. It's so interesting to hear his perspective as a competitor taking part, someone who truly loves the contest, because often you get a lot of people who aren't that across it's, it's a career move for them or it's yeah. a project that no, they this is a sort passion of talked into this this is a guy that wants to be there and a oh, great interview by kiriakos too fantastic amazing all right well that's everything for this week it's been a massive one thanks so much for joining us yeah thanks very much for joining us guys catch you later